Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Slight Bet and we're delighted to be back with our podcast as we reach the end of the season in Norway, joined by Greg and all the way from Norway, David Wellison. How's it going, guys? Going well, thank you. Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Good, and we've kind of... I don't know, what, what do we say, Greg? We've kind of decided after how many podcasts that we're Well, doing. we're at 300 and something now, I think. And we're now into season five of the podcast. And we decided to get down with the kids and we'll do a, a video pod. Yeah, I'm not sure. Here we are. Our audience is ready for a video <laughs> pod, to be honest. But um, it's good to see you guys. And the thing is, we never record this as a video either. No. So it is actually nice to see couple of faces for a change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got plenty to look forward to. It is the last weekend of the season in Obus League in Greg, which we'll get stuck into pretty shortly. Uh, and we've also got three weeks or three match days left in Elite season. Before we get there, David, a good night in Europe for Norwegian teams. A brilliant result for Bodo Glimt over in Turkey. They won 2-1 against Besiktas and Molde currently 2-0 up in Sweden as well. Yeah, fantastic. Again, um, obviously Bodo Glimt going to Besiktas and winning is just just a fantastic result and on the back of beating them last week it puts them in a fantastic position to 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 get through that group now pretty much just need to beat Lugano at home and uh, that that will be them into the into the last 16 or last 32 is it um uh, in the new year yeah yeah, yeah, um, and especially a, a pretty ropey start but those back to back wins against Besiktas sets them up really nicely it does, it does, and 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 just on to mould as well. Two back-to-back defeats for them as well at the start, um, but they hammered ha- hacking at home, and they're going to do it again as well. It looks like away from home, two two goals in the first half, sitting nicely at two 0 and yeah, puts them in a good position as well. I think that would leave them pretty much just needing to beat Karabakh at home to, to guarantee Europe, but also probably more likely get a, give them a spot in the Europa League last thirty-two. What yeah. price David were both a glimpse at Besiktas tonight? Uh, they were around 2-1. Um, really? Yeah, pretty, pretty solid price. But to be honest, I thought it was looked like a hard game on paper. Yeah, Besiktas definitely. have a good team, a lot of good players. But just fantastic. Two goals from Faris. Faris Pemi, who's really shown um, in recent weeks. And, and just another striker that they've brought in that looks like he's, he's set for a, for a nice move in the winter. I can see him getting himself a... A solid move. He's actually, for me, he's doing more at Bode Glimt than Boniface did, well, uh, and that's saying something given yeah. given that Boniface has gone on to such high high heights so far. Yeah. But it's an interesting point, though, isn't it? It's it's uh that's the model for Bode Glimt to bring in these players and sell them off for a really handsome transfer fee, and it's been season after season now. Anyway, since we started doing the podcast, that that's happened, and as you say, it looks like that's going to continue this week. This sorry, this season. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I just can't see any other any other thing than than big big Faris getting a good move. Um, scores a lot, of, scores goals, so strong, so strong. His hold up plays fantastic. He just looks ready made to, to step up to the next level, and I think I think he'll do it. And yeah, two goals tonight, which is massive for for Glimt in the in the in the European run. Yeah, and scoring goals at that level in Europe won't do him any harm either. Exactly, David, yeah, it always, always shines um, a light on it. Yeah, so we'll get to Elitis here and we're going to do it in reverse order this weekend, Greg, to give, as you said, pre-podcast, give all yes. this the respect it deserves. It does deserve respect. It's match day 30. It's finally here. Quite a lot decided already 
over the last few weeks. Uh, I think let's congratulate Frederick Stads on their um, promotion to champions. But I think if we look at the table, the top three, maybe Frederick Stad would expect to be up there. But Koffer, David and Kongsvinger to be sitting second and third is just tremendous. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have imagined it being anywhere near that. A lot of sides for me have had really disappointing campaigns. So let's start talking about those teams. I think Yerv coming down, you'd expect them to compete. They, they, they could be down in Division 2 um, yeah. this weekend. Sonnez, Poor, Songdao, Christiansund, uh, aside again, fourth, 14 points behind Frederikstad. And I think start uh, as well with their size budget and stuff like that too. So some really surprise outcomes this season in the Obis yeah. but it's been fantastic and it'd be rude not to mention Shaid who after 29 matches still sit on 14 points I think they're um, 16 17 points from safety with one game to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think they're doomed, I think they're yeah, doomed. yeah I mean I mean, yeah you mentioned yeah have yeah, been absolutely terrible this year I think they were one of the promotion favourites I think they were maybe second or third favourite at the start of the year Mm-hmm. Um, Christian soon were favourites, um, and you had those teams you mentioned up there. But yeah, yeah, second bottom after a shocking nil nil against Osana last week at home when the, a game they kind of needed to win. Um, oh, give them a, a bit of slack. Osana, who we'll touch upon in a second, are absolute machines at home. They've actually got title winning form um, <laughs> over the last two or three months. Yeah. So I know no draw, not what they needed, but. Probably wasn't the worst of points, yeah, but ultimately, but with, the with Hood, Hood winning two in a row, it's put yeah. you in a really precarious position um, going into the weekend. So, with a full card on Sunday, half past one kickoff, any reason for that, David? Is it on TV? Do we have a full goals catalogue to look forward to? I mean, there will be the goals show. The goals show's on every week um, on, on the Obos League and on the um, yeah. Elite Series. So, yeah, that that's on. Not sure why it's half one in particular. Probably just so that it's finished by um, four, four. by four, the time that the, yeah. the elite seeding game starts um, later on. I'd imagine there was just lots so that... of goals last weekend. I think six of the eight games were both teams to score over two point five. Fully expecting uh, a plethora of goals on the final match day. Still six sides with something to play for. So I think just running through that at the moment, you're talking the final playoff spot between Songdao and Brenna. A one-point gap between those two sides, so both those sides looking to win. But at the bottom, though, it is really interesting. Yerv, Hood, Osana and Moss all in with a shout of going down automatically. Moss don't, to be fair. They can only go down through the playoffs. But four teams there with something to play for. So it's going to be an exciting match day 30 in the Obus League. Yeah, and I think it's an important point to make that um, also within the playoffs, uh, they're battling for places. So Start, who are two points behind Christiansen, they can save themselves an extra a game uh, by getting ahead of Christiansen. So they'll be looking to win. Christiansen won't want to lose out on their fourth place because that saves them an extra game. So they'll be looking to win. Um, so, um, well, that's yeah, why Kong- we've got you on the podcast, David, because yeah, I didn't know so, so, that. I didn't so, so know Co- that. Co- safe. Kongsving are safe in that third spot, so they can have a they can have a rest. They've got um, Songdao pretty much, um, yeah, pretty much needing to win um, to hold off Greenia. Um And yeah, so there's not that many teams with not a lot to play for. Kongsvinger have pretty much nothing to play for. Uh, Ranheim, you say Ranheim, unless an absolute goal scoring miracle happens, have nothing to play for. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Rai San is in New and uh, the rest as you say apart from Shide um, all have something to play for going into the last week so it's a, it's a pretty interesting week 
that does change things for me a little bit because start the season's starts home form this season's been fabulous. Yeah. By far the best home record in the league, I think, this season. I don't think they've lost. I think most of their wins have come at home, to be fair. But yeah. a bit like, I guess, the Scottish Championship, as you've said, Dave, with that playoff structure, the, the higher up you finish, the fewer games you play. So yeah. started at home to um, Beyond Dallin on Sunday. So again, but even money start, which does change things a little bit for me in terms of backing them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I myself, I had a look at it earlier in the week just to just to get a wee a feel for it, and um, I thought I put on a wee four a wee four way archer in this league, just with teams that I've talked about who have something to play for. So start as you mentioned at home, um, they go uh, they're at home to um, Coffa, who have probably been out celebrating promotion all week at the YMCA down the YMCA <laughs> celebrating promotion. Um, <laughs> You've got Osana at home to San Nizulf. So Osana um, need to win. Uh, I mean, a draw is probably enough to stop themselves dropping into that playoff spot, but a win makes it much easier. Yeah. Um, they're playing against um, San Nizulf, who are finished, nothing to play for. Um, so they're 1.8. Um, start where uh, even money. You've also got Christian Sunda with Shide. So Christian Sunda, as I mentioned, will be wanting to win just to hold on to that fourth spot. Shide, obviously doomed terrible team and the execution soon will be desperate to beat them and you've got Songdao at home to Mjöndalen Mjöndalen already guaranteed uh, safety after a poor season for them but Songdao yeah desperate to win to hold on to the playoff spot so four teams that need to win against four teams that have nothing to play for uh, the four way the four way I pays 7.28 so that's that's what I was looking at earlier in the week and I'm pretty happy to to, to advise that to the, the, the listening members so that makes it seven games, David, out of eight with something to play for, which is great for the last day, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it comes to goals bets, Greg. You'll have a goals bet in the last day of the season. We do. Sadly, Skybet wisened up this year and didn't offer any Obus League in total goal bets. So it's something we backed, David, if I recall, with the first two or three seasons in Norway. We had quite a bit of success on the total goals market. So five games being played, might have been 15 goals to be scored across the five games. Fully expecting across the eight games on Sunday to be 25, 26, 27 goals scored this weekend. But on that note, all eight matches, over 1.5 match goals, pays, I think, just above five to two. So I'm going to have some of that. And also... For the Hollywood line, all eight games over two and a half match goals pays 38-1. to one. So definitely worth a couple of pounds in that for the last day, given the fact there's lots to play for for some of the teams. Yeah, you're going to have to find that feed, Greg, of the the goal show from Loose League on Sunday. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be non-stop. Goals every yeah, minute, yeah. hopefully. But Thank on that sure. note as well, I think David and I will be doing our early goal bet special. So yeah. I know David enjoys the goal before 15 minutes with Betway. I'll be backing a goal before half an hour across all eight games on on Sunday. I'm not sure what price that's going to be, but I'll be I'll be big. It'd be, yeah. yeah, it'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, in terms of games themselves, then David, obviously you've got your your fourfold, which we'll recap before the end. And Greg, you you like the look of uh, Osana at home to Sanchez as well. Yeah, Osana probably are pound for pound our best team this season in the in the Obus League in the back. We've backed them a lot over the last two or three months. Um, home form, though, it's quite incredible for a team on the verge of relegation. They've won six of their last seven home games, which is incredible. It just shows how 
awful Osara <laughs> were in the first half of the season. And I like the fact as well they're playing Sanez, who did their business last week, got the win to stay up. I doubt they'll be up for this game. Uh, Osana at home. Quite surprised at the price on Osana, given the fact they have to win, or if they win, they stay up. So I think you're getting three to four in, in some places. I think bet three six five is three to four, or maybe just seventeen to twenty. But Master find nine to ten with with ten bet, which I think is a really good price. I did look at Osana to win and over one point five match goals, and that pays even money with bet three six five as well. So a couple of angles there. I'm going to keep it very simple though, and just back Osana to win the match. They're now four to five actually. Osana to win the match with bet three six five. But yeah. given the fact Sanchez's season's finished. And a win does the job for Asana and their home form and the fact they've scored two or more goals in five of their last six matches. More than happy to back them this weekend. That's probably my best bet from the Obus League on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, David, when do the playoffs kick in? Are they pretty much? Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty quickly. So um, sixth plays fifth at the home park of fifth. Uh, the winner goes to the home park of fourth and the winner goes to the home park of third. And the winner plays. Uh, I, th- I think. I think it's a two. Well, it was a two-legged tie actually. I wonder if it's maybe a neutral venue against the team, fourteenth uh, in the latest even. It may be a two-legged affair. I think it was a two-legged affair last year. Now that I think about it. So. Any yeah. idea, David, who's coming up from Division Two? Has that been settled yet? Yes, Lavanger. Lavanger, obviously, yes. Lavanger oh. unbeaten. Um, Lavanger completely unbeaten in the league all season. Um, they are the first team to do that for a, a lot of, a long time, um, so fantastic for them. And um, so the other league is going down to the wire. Um, Egersund and uh, Lean uh, Oslo are tied on fifty nine points. Goal difference. Egersund have a five better goal difference uh, currently going into the last week. Oh, is it the last um, weekend? This weekend, Division Two. So right? yeah, and yeah. they are at home to Vard. Uh, Vard Haugesund, so Egersund look like they're going to be joining Levanger. Um but you know pressure's pressure's been put on them by Lean Oslo who have uh, certainly um certainly pushed themselves out and actually yeah um quite interestingly and maybe controversially Lean Oslo uh, sorry Egerson played against Volleringa too. Well so it's Volleringa, funny you say that David <laughs> Volleringa and Lean Oslo are um huge rivals like big big traditional rivals from close by <laughs> And, and Lean Oslo, Lean Oslo, sorry, Egerson played against Volleringa 2 last week and get battered 8-1 just to beef up Egerson's goal difference and uh, give them a chance to get promoted. So, controversially, Lean Oslo might lose out on goal difference um, just it's purely because, because of Volleringa 2. I got a message on Twitter on Monday afternoon saying, Greg, why are Volleringa 2 such a big price? I didn't see the, the message until later on. Egerson would have been really short maybe 1 to 20 possibly but I just messaged the guy back to say well, that, that's why it's top of the <laughs> week needing to win against a ball a side had nothing to play for so yeah 8-1 eight, eight, yeah. hammering <laughs> and I didn't yeah. know that about Lynn so nice knowledge yeah there you go I love, I love that level of pettiness yeah absolutely brilliant yeah. not as petty <laughs> though as yeah. the guys in Peru last night <laughs> oh, I did see that yeah <laughs> that was genius as well wasn't it um, okay we'll recap some of those Obos League bets before we wrap up um, let's have a look at Elita Seeding David Bodo Glimt champions in all but name I think according to my mathematics three games to go nine points clear and a massive goal difference so they should tie things up this weekend uh, and the battle goes on for second and third place where uh, 
uh, 2-3 just won't go so um, we've still got two places to play for there between Brian, Tromso and Viking who have just collapsed in recent weeks haven't they? Embarrassing uh, absolutely embarrassing they went into what was it about four weeks ago they were maybe five weeks ago they were on a run of 12 wins out of 13 looking good going away to Molda thinking right can they beat Molda really lay down a marker pump 4-0 right can they bounce back Drew with odd right they need to, they need to win now beat off Tromsø beat off Sims Godset hammered off Hamcam just absolutely embarrassing uh, collapse and and it's quite funny. Uh, I was I was reading on Twitter this week that um, there's been a camera crew following around Viking in their quest for gold uh, this season, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a Sunderland till I die type uh, <laughs> documentary I think going on. So yeah, I really, yeah, yeah. this collapse really is the Berlin Wall. It's it? <laughs> it so bad. They were three points ahead, maybe five or six weeks ago. To pick up one point in the next five matches is unacceptable. They're going to steal. In my opinion now, they're going to be in fourth position come the end of the season. They're too far ahead of Molda. Eight points ahead of Molda. And Viking will probably collect a conference league place. I don't think they even deserve that, to be honest with you. Let's no, they Molda. won't. If they finish fourth, they won't. Am I right, David? Molda. Uh, Viking? Oh, no, no. Viking. No. Fourth won't do it. Fourth won't cut fourth it. Won't um, the yeah. only way that might cut it is if uh, Bode Gunt win the cup. Uh, and then the, there'll be a place that drips down. But yeah, Molde so um, <laughs> play the board against the cup final and they'll be desperate to, to cement a European spot again. Just there, I, one I thing don't, I don't Tromsø, go, go. I was talking I was talking to somebody who knows somebody that works at Tromsø and um, the stadium is miles off what it needs to be to play in Europe. Um, <laughs> it's like not 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 so much like seating, like how many seats they've got, just like oh, all the logistical things like like um, dressing room size and lights and all these type of things that you need for, for European games so yeah interesting one that they're, they're going to have to spend quite a lot of money on their stadium if, it's a uh, modern day Clifton Hill mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so in terms of bets this weekend David we're going to have a look at the Viking game uh, they're playing Sarpsborg on Sunday uh, and I'm guessing <laughs> based on what I know what your tip is then you're not got much confidence that Viking are going to turn this around this, week, this weekend yeah um I think a bit of a bit of both. Um, Sarpsborg have been pretty pretty good this season. I think it's fair to say Sarpsborg have been a good team to back in in a lot of things, goals, corners. Um, they've won a fair amount of games. They've won um, twelve of their twenty seven games. But yeah, they've been exciting to watch. Um, had a good win last week against Vollerenga, which puts Vollerenga deep in trouble. And um, yeah. I think. I think when they go to Viking, there's goals in this game. Um, so I, I'm back in Sarpsborg to score two or more. I'm not necessarily thinking that they're going to win. Um, they're a good price to win. Very good, very good price to win. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, what are they, 3.75 to win, which is pretty yeah, enticing given Viking's yeah. form. But I just think even money to score two goals for a team like Sarpsborg, they've done it. Um, I think it's nine of the last 11 games they've scored at least two. Uh, they scored three last week, two the week before, two the week before, five the week before that. So they've done they've done it in the last four weeks. Um, and yeah, I just think with Brekalo, who's been injured for Viking in this run, he's the, he's the main man at the back. He's the he's a skipper. He's been a leader defensively all season. But probably for me, 
comfortably the best defender in the league this season. They've missed him massively. And without him for the rest of the season now, I just don't see how they're keeping clean sheets. The motivation must be extremely low. And uh, yeah, I can just see Sarsberg scoring at least two. Uh, I can see them winning, but I'm happy to back even money for them to score two goals in this what, one. What it does do, it, it does hopefully push people away from Viking. I don't think anyone can bat Beacon given the form they're in. I think four to five is an awful price. Yeah, absolutely. But aside, I've picked at one point in the last 15. One, one, four defeats out of five, one point picked up. Four to five is a dreadful price. And I think you're absolutely right. Sarsborg look a bit of value here. Yeah. So what price is the over one and a half goals? Yeah, it's even money. Even money. Yeah, and it's, uh, as we say, 11 to 4, Sarsborg to win at weekend. Yeah. Um, I wanted to have a quick chat about the, the Volarenga, who you touched on there, playing Stabak and an Oslo derby. David, just 10 miles between them, and it is the old proverbial six-pointer. It's massive. It's absolutely massive. I, I mean, a few weeks back, I thought Volarenga were just getting out of it, and they've lost four in the trot. <laughs> I just... I just... I don't know what's going on. They just can't win games. They lost 3-2 last week. They beat off Rosenborg, beat off Lillestrøm. Just three massive games that they just failed to win in a row. And this is this is must-win now. They need to beat Stavak. Are um, they 3-4, David, based on the fact they're Volaringa? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because look, they're not 3-4. is a massive club. Like, yeah. This is the capital city of Norway. This is the <clears> biggest <throat> club in the capital city. They are one of the big three in Norway. To, for them to get relegated is absolutely insane. Like if they get relegated, it's it's incredible. And yeah, the, yeah at the moment 20, I just don't see how they're getting out of it. Twenty-two years since they've played in the second tier, David. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah, I just don't see how they're getting out of it. They, they they're playing so poorly, and um, Starback have been decent of late. Yeah, they beat off Bodegleen. Like they can chuck that result aside. Bodegleen have been fantastic for the last yeah. two months. But before that, they went four unbeaten um, and, and gave himself a real chance of saving themselves. The Bob Bradley effect um, is kicked in. And, and I, I quite fancied Starback double chance this week. Um, the double chance was, um, I think it was even money. Yeah, let me just check. Yeah, even money on the double chance for Starback. I think it looks like a good price. Volering have lost four in a row. Starback have the been in decent form. Is they've, they've shipped two or more goals, I think, in eight of their last nine. Defensively, they're a shambles volleying. Yeah. And you don't see them keeping a clean sheet here. I think goals is a potential angle, especially if someone gets an early goal and things might open up. But there's been over 2.5 goals now in nine of Volleringa's last 10 matches. Both teams have scored in Volleringa's last 10 matches. Um, yeah, I think goals for me is probably the best shot. It's four to six. But I think we double that up with um, both teams to score and over 2.5 goals, it pays even money. I, d- I don't think I've got the balls or brave enough to bat Volleringer at 3-4. to four. I just think it's too short a price for a team that really are struggling at the moment. Yeah, interestingly, David, they've lost the last four in a row, I think it is now. And obviously, they did a similar poor finish to the season last season when I had a quick... They failed to win any of the last six last season. Albeit they finished sixth uh, in the table right enough, but um, yeah, it looks like it's heading the same way this year. Yeah, and, and the new manager was brought in to, to make sure that they didn't get relegated and it's just completely backfired. What he did really well at Lillestrom was set them up defensively well. Kept, they kept clean sheets, they scored a lot of set pieces, but yeah, it's just not working at the moment. I have to say, like I think they've got the worst keeper in the league. Um, 
they've been switching between two and they're both just not good enough. And I think that's been a big issue. Um, but yeah, they've got a goal scorer. We'll say that big Illich. Um, big Illich has scored a good good number of goals since he came in. Um, he is probably about the only the only bright spark uh, they've got. Fifteen to um, four first goal scorer, David. Evens any time. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a, he's been very very good. It has to be said, he's made a big difference for them. But yeah, I just oh, I struggle, I struggle, struggle to get behind them. Definitely at that price, anyway. Yeah, um, the other team down at the bottom who's still in a bit of danger, David are Sandy Fjord there at home to Rosenborg on Sunday. Uh, and Rosenborg looks as if I mean how <laughs> often we've slagged them this season, but they've looks as if they found a wee bit of forum late into the season, uh, one two and drawing one of their last three. Yeah, yeah, but a good win over Molde last week in an absolute war in Trondheim. There was a disgusting tackles getting thrown about. Ola Sata gets sent off from the bench. Um, he came running on the pitch and pushed over one of the Molde players. Um, that's him just baby for the rest of the season, so good for him. Um, someone else gets sent off for Molde. Yeah, it was just a not, not a massive high-quality game, but Rosenborg won. They beat Vollering in the week before. And... Yeah, seem to be maybe just picking up a little bit of form. Um, I wouldn't back them. No. <laughs> Sandefjord, absolutely not. I think uh, it's probably a pretty even game. Um, Rosenberg have got a few suspensions. Sata suspended, Torvaldsen suspended. That's our two strikers. Um, they've got a few injuries. And, and I just, yeah, hard hard to get behind them, even, even though they've picked up a couple of wins. Yeah, it's hard to get behind Rosenborg. It's been hard to get behind them all season. Um, yeah. And Sandy Fjord, to be fair, they've um, they've done not too bad the last couple of games themselves either. Um, the other two teams who mathematically could still get drawn into that um, playoff place are Haugesund and Hamcam. Hamcam are away to Storm Squad set this weekend. Not a huge amount riding on that game, but Hamcam would probably like another point or two uh, just to make sure they're safe. Yeah, I think that like the win last week against Viking was obviously huge. It gave him a little boost, a little a little cushion. I think, as you say, one more point maybe. Another just point each for them yeah, would be enough, just, wouldn't it? Just with their goal difference, I think Haugesson with their goal difference are probably okay on thirty. Yeah. Just one more point for Hamakan would probably make them feel a bit better. Um, they could get it against Godset. I actually quite fancy Godset at the weekend. Godset have won three in a row. The home form has been pretty good. Uh, this season, t- twenty-two points from the home corner, games. Good for a corner, David. Good for a corner. Yeah, good for a corner. <laughs> but yeah, just one point nine five they are to win against Hamcam. Get the feeling Hamcam might just slacken off a little bit after that big win last week against Viking, and their away form is ten defeats in thirteen games. So decent. Um, decent. <laughs> set one point nine five to win at home. I thought that looked like a decent price. I was close to close to tipping that, but yeah, I definitely. Probably include that in Abiyaka this week. I tell you what, really disappointed to see Olesund lose last week. I know David, you were on Olesund in a match that they had to win. It was a, it was bigger than a six pointer, and they just collapsed in that second half, didn't they, to lose three 0 And yeah. they're essentially down, um, all but mathematically, eighteen points. What they seven points from safety with three games left to go. They'll be playing obviously in football next year, and it's a shame because if they won that match on Monday. They'd be right in the mix still, yeah. with three games left to go. Yeah, would have been yeah. would have been much better if they if they won it would have kept it very tight down the bottom. But yeah, as I say, they they'll need to they'll need to go to Bodeglint and get a result in the weekend, which is twenty two uh, to one for the away win, madness. one to fourteen for Boda 
Uh, I think this could be a very comfortable home win, this one. I don't, I don't think all of a sudden they're going to do anything at all, given their play. Oh. They're down for me. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think um, they've shown, they have shown a bit of fight recently. Um, I think that, well, they hit really, 10 corners on Monday night and we, we, we banged yeah, that, the drum that, that on all Allison corners. But, I mean, you, you talk about corners. We talked about Allison corners a lot. I'll give you I'll give you my tip from this game for the weekend. It involves Allison corners. Um, Allison are 11-10, to 10, 2.1 on the plus 5 corner handicap. So for the last 11 games, they have either won the corner count, which has happened... I think about six times, um, or they've lost by fewer than five times, uh, five corners. So, yes, Bode Glimt are a dominating team. They dominate possession. They tend to hit decent numbers, but they don't hit huge numbers. Bode Glimt, they don't, and they're coming back from a trip from Turkey. They've pretty much won the league. Hard to see them throwing away the league now. They've not hit a double figures from corners more than once this season. They've done it once all season at home. For me, for me the plus five handicap on all of a looks like at a really, really good price given their corner count in the last uh, yeah, three months. I have to say, I think that's a fantastic find because it's unlikely that all of a sudden they're going to collect that many corners up there. But you can still go onside all of a sudden corners, as you say, by backing them on, on the handicap plus five. So, yeah, I really like the look at that one. It's a good find. Yeah, I don't suppose, David, there's much chance of Gleam taking their foot off the gas. They'll probably want to get this league title yeah. tied up as quickly as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's, there's going to be a sellout up in Asmira at the weekend. I can't see anything other than a home win. Um, they probably won't rotate. It doesn't usually rotate. Um, yeah, I think I don't see them. I don't see them not winning, and, and to be honest. And as you yeah, say, we've got, the, we've got the cup final to look forward to as well. Chance of a... Uh, I was going to say a unique double for for Glint. I don't think they've ever they've only won the title in the last yeah, the first, uh, three first last four years. Them, yeah. so first, first chance for them. I was having a look. They've actually not won the Norwegian Cup since 1993. Yeah, uh, Glint, so so a chance for them to add yeah, that and, piece and of silver. Revenge, revenge on on Molde for the last cup final defeat, um, yeah. which was this year, I think, which <laughs> sounds stupid, but yeah. Yeah, they were <laughs> um, playing a bit of catch-up, weren't they? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, obviously they've got that, that to look forward to, and the chance to progress in Europe, it could be a fantastic uh, autumn. And just on Chetil Knudsen, who obviously has been a lot of talk about him for many jobs, he came out this week and said, um, Bode Glint, who have been planning a new stadium for a, quite a long time, Talks are progressing, and they want—they really want that to happen. He has said that if if that can that can get the go ahead and it can get built relatively quickly, or he wants to be there to to see the team in the new stadium, which is, you know, something that something that could uh, definitely be a game a, a game changer in Norway if, if Sheffield Knudsen hangs around. What it. sort of crowds are Buda getting? Uh, Eight thousand is the is the max. Uh, is the it's max. not a big place, is it? Buda's it's not. It's not a big. It's not a big town. But Asmida's only eight thousand seats. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could definitely get more than that in some games. There's such a buzz about the town, and, and I just feel like. And as yeah. you say, they're making their mark in Europe now as well. Which is, yeah, which, and, and which people is like people are seeing them and going and visiting there and stuff. It's just a. Yeah, it's just the the feel about there must be amazing, and and long may it continue because it really is. It's a, it's really enjoyable to watch. And I mean, we've seen how many players get picked off from the the Glimt side in the last three or four seasons, David. That is quite remarkable that the manager has hung around so far. Yeah, 
It has. I mean, we don't know who's offered. We just we don't know. But it feels like he's had offers from like Ajax. I, f- I feel like maybe both old firm teams have maybe talked to him. And yeah, just. There was a, a job in Perth for him last week, but uh, <laughs> we couldn't agree a financial package. Yeah. <laughs> Craig Levine looks a better option, Greg, don't worry about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it. Okay, uh, there's a few other games just worth touching on. Obviously, Haugus and uh, they are relatively safe. Their goal difference probably makes them pretty safe at this stage, but they are at home to Bran, and Bran have just been sensational, David, in terms of moving up the table finished uh, you know they were in obviously in last season too so real opportunity to finish second this season what would be an absolutely sensational campaign for them yeah brilliant if they can get back into europe that would be that'd be fantastic for them uh, yeah just thinking about that bran won the cup this year it was last year that um Bodeglink lost the cup final to Molde. so yeah bran if they can get back in europe it'd be a fantastic season for them they've, they've been brilliant as you say recently um they drew last week, which um, kind of put them off their put them off their stride a little bit, maybe for the sorry, the one last week they drew with Sandefjord a couple of weeks ago. Before, they got yeah. back to winning ways against Odd last week, um, and yeah, they've been in great form apart from Bode Glink, the, the form team in, in Norway, and and just looking looking like they could secure that second spot. Um, Haugesund probably safe as you. As we say, maybe one point would be would be good to get. Um, but yeah, Haugesund have, Haugesund have turned it around massively as well, and, and deserve a lot of credit for that. It looks looked like they were doomed at one point, but they've they've turned it around. Haugesund, and um, it's a tough game for Brand, but I, th- I can see them going there and, and winning. I, I, they're just in such good form. Yeah, not a bad price, eight to thirteen, David. Um... Brand we glimped next week, and it's just a pity for us neutrals that there'll be nothing riding on that one um, as yeah. far as glimped are concerned. Yeah, that could have been huge, and it's huge for Brand that if both of win the league, they might just rest some players, and yeah. that could give Brand yeah. a huge opportunity to, to cement that second spot in a game that has looked like it could have been a really tough one for them. Yeah, especially with Glimt still, you know, in a promising position in, in Europe, they might take that opportunity to, to rest up in the last couple of games. Yeah, he doesn't usually do it, but he might, he might just, he might just uh, throw in a, a a rotation. What tends to yeah. happen to it in the winter time in Norway? So the season finishes by the end of November. Obviously, normally season doesn't start until April, so there's quite a significant break. How long do the players get off in terms of rest before? They'll probably get off until January, uh, start of January, I think. And then, is that and the then case most... even in Europe still? Will they still? Will they yeah, I'm not earlier? sure what they'll do. They they might they might go away a bit earlier. Uh, they they usually go away. Summer camp. Both the go away for like a month. Yeah, to Spain or and, something like that. Yeah, just train in the sun. I mean, there's no point. They could train indoors in Boulder, but. <laughs> You know, dark. yeah, go and enjoy that. Go and enjoy the <laughs> sunlight. Train and uh, yeah, that's what they've done. I think the last few years. So yeah, most teams will come back. I think in January start light training and building up. But yeah, I think Boulder, uh, Boulder Greenton, hopefully Molde as well. We'll we'll have a a sunshine, a sunshine based winter training camp. Yeah, uh, a couple of games we've not touched on. David Tromso away to odd defeat for Tromso last week really dented their chances. I suppose of finishing second, but they'll be keen to kind of keep breathing down Brand's neck. And we spoke before about their their away form has just been absolutely brilliant this season. I think they've yeah. won. I think they've won more points away from home than they've won at home, which kind of is a reverse, a reversal of what we've been used to with Tromso. Yeah. yeah, second best away team by by far. 
just behind, behind Bodie Glimt. But yeah, been fantastic away from home, and and this is a game where I mean I would have nothing to play for. I can see Tromsø bouncing back, and it seems like the pressure was on last week. They needed to win, so maybe the pressure will be off again this week, and they can go out and try and get back to winning ways. And I can see them. I can see them doing that against an odd team who haven't been consistent. Yeah, they're very inconsistent. Very defensive team only scored um, thirty-three goals this season, which is not. Not great. That, I did say that uh, Tromso haven't beaten odd away in twelve matches, which is interesting. That's interesting. That is interesting. Again, yeah. odd, nothing really to play for. So, yeah, we get to see how this one pans out. That defeat last week for Tromso was for the, they were due a bad result. <laughs> Tromso. Yeah. Some of their some of their performances in recent weeks have been incredible, especially yeah. that late winner. Uh, Volarenga for some really good results. Tromso. So they they'll be keen to get back to winning ways. Definitely. Yeah, and before we look at the next game, can you see what the Molde score is? As we're speaking, two one. Yeah, so they play Lillestrøm on Sunday night, David. I have absolutely zero notes for this because it looks as if there's there's not a hell of a lot to play for. Yeah, it's a strange one that they've put on the the late game. I don't know why it's on the late game. Two Molde have absolutely chucked it. Um, <laughs> they've lost four of the last five. Um, yeah, just seem to be putting all their eggs in the European basket and um, the cup final basket, I'd imagine. So I think there'll be rotation from Molde, for sure. Definitely quite a lot of rotation. And uh, Leila Sturm, yeah, been very inconsistent um, since the summer, basically. Um, bit of a nothing game for me. I, I, it's a tough card. It's a really tough card. Yeah, I agree. I think the Obus League in, yeah. not just because it's the last week of, the, of um, fixtures, but there are some really good opportunities in the Obus League in this weekend, and I think the Elite Azarian probably takes a, a bat burner for me this weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. I thought it was quite difficult as well. That's why I've gone for some mad corner handicaps. And <laughs> oh, I love it, love it. Yeah, good stuff. I think that's has covered most things this weekend, guys. So can we just have a wee recap of our bets for the weekend? Start with yourself, Greg. Just before I start, we didn't get a chance to touch upon the Frederikstad Yerv match in the Obus League. And Yerv have to win. This match, Frederikstad are still partying from their title exploits. <laughs> they have lost and drawn the last two matches, which isn't like them. They've been fantastic this season. So there is hope for Yerv. They must win. Now, Yerv have scored in 13 of their 14 away matches this season, which is pretty decent for a side. It's very, very low <laughs> in the league. Uh, they scored 2 2 2 2 and 1 in their last five away from home. It's a must win. Yerv to score are 1 to 2 on um, Sunday, which I, I think makes a great part of any double. Uh, probably not brave enough to bat them to win at 14-5, to five, but to score, fully expect them to score, and that 1-2 to two, uh, is worth backing. But on other notes, obviously again, Osana to beat Sanez at 9-10. to 10. You can also back that San, uh, Osana to win and over 1.5 match goals at even money. And I'm also going to have a play on the on the year of match, I just need to decide what that play is going to be, and that's something I'll share on the channel. Similar to the start match as well. As David said, there's quite a few good opportunities in the Obus League in this week, based on the playoffs and the, at the bottom. So there'll be plenty shared on the channel over the weekend. And also, it's the season finale, which means the season finale goal bonanza. So we'll be mm. doing over 1.5 goals in all eight games at just above five to two, and we'll be backing all eight games over 2.5 goals at 38 to one. Yeah, and just a reminder that those games are one thirty on Sunday 
this weekend. Yes, indeed yeah. they are. We've lost David. Maybe um, he's away for a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, I'll just recap David's bets, uh, just in case we don't get him back. So he's on Olesund, uh, plus five on the corner handicap away to Bodo Glimt. That's at 11 to 10. He's also on Sarpsborg to score two or more at Viking, uh, which I think was about even money. Uh, and he also has a fourfold in Oberstligen, which I don't have to hand, but we'll make sure that goes on Twitter and that it goes on Greg's channel. Um, okay. I think we have lost David. Uh, but that's us for this week's podcast. Don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where you can also find details of how to join his private channel. And you can also follow David if you can find him on Twitter. Oh, he might be back. At D. Weatherston 11. <laughs> Sorry. That's all oh. right. David, I've recapped your bets. Can you just uh, remind us of what your fourfold was in August League, please? Yes. Now I'm back. Uh, start Songdal, Christian Sund, and Osana all to win. And uh, that's four teams who need to four teams that have nothing to play for. So that is the 7.28 uh, is the price on the uh, Bet365. Well, nice one. Um, and I was just reminding people of your Twitter handle, which is dweatherston 11 uh, where you can be found and followed there. That's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening, or thank you very much for watching if you're on our YouTube channel. Um, let us know <laughs> what, what you think of, uh, I was going to say our tips, but our appearance, anything, whatever. Um, mm, yeah. David, David's mascot behind them. What's the name of your, your guy? Yeah. yeah. All the Moomin, he... Moomin Cups and the... Uh, is he our Norwegian betting podcast mascot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to find him a name. Um, but yeah, that's us for this week. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. All the best. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.